This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Friend Zone. Against all odds, Guy Montgomery and Tim Bat united trans-Tasman thanks to technology. Hey, Guy. Yeah. Hey, Tim. Big thanks to technology for this one. Uh, as always, big shout-outs. Technology enables a lot of what we do. Um, not just you and I, but we as a species at this point. I feel like, you know, when you get out of bed, that bed, you might not think about it like this, is technology. Yeah. And then when you make yourself a cup of coffee, that has been brought to you through By technology. technology. That's right. Uh, so big shout outs to technology. If you want to hear Tim and I talk about the great movie, We Are Your Friends, the Citizen Kane of our generation, you're in the wrong place. This is a place for friendship. It's a place for positivity. It's a place for us to talk to you about you talking to us. And technology as well. Mm. Very important Absolutely. component and of the friend zone. The first thing I'd like to bring up, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, this was a topic broached by Madeline or at Maddie VW on the tweets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, on May 25, Madeline wrote, in season one, ep 24, Tim Bat brings up a Zac Efron child porn controversy, but then brushes it off. Finish off that convo this season, boys. Do you have any idea... What this could be about. I've got no recollection of that whatsoever. But from memory, um, Maddie did give us a episode and a time yeah. stamp for us to... Tw- it's, yeah. yeah, she says, ha ha ha, at like 12, 20 minutes you read a tweet about Zac Efron being in a pedophilia ring, but Guy wasn't having any of it. Fuck, I'm a good, I'm a good boy. Wait a minute, can you get... Should I listen to it now? There's no way for me to blast it to you because we're on Skype and I, I just don't... I can't figure that out, but I think I could listen to it now. So what episode... Did you say it's season one? Ep, ep 24, season one. So I'm probably going to put the... What, does she got a time stamp thing on? 12.20. Have you Sorry, I just, read it, I just read a tweet which really threw me off my stride. I've, do you know what I've done to prevent distractions such as this? Is I've blacked yeah. out my entire screen. Sorry. Sorry. I'll, turn that, I'll turn that shit off. I've, it's off. It's gone. Sorry. It was about Zac Efron and a potential um, child pedophilia ring in Hollywood, but we don't need to get into it. You sound very muffled. Um, oh, yeah, it's because I shut my screen, which has got the mic attached. See, this is a nightmare. Okay, there we go. Now I've just shut Twitter down. There we go. 
this is a hot mess of a podcast. Did you say Zach Efron involved in a pedophilia ring? You shouldn't read. We don't need to get into it. We're not getting but, into it. That's the whole point of me bringing it up. The whole point of me bringing it up is that we don't need to get into it. But why? <laughs> I see. No, okay, I get it. That makes sense. Well done. I agree. You can ask the obvious question if you wish. Why bring it up if you wanted to get away from it? And the answer is I brought it up to get away from it. It's, I mean, it's a, it sounds like circular logic, but you do what you've got to do, Tim. You know what, mate? It ain't much. <laughs> it's just, it's me. Um, apparently, it was another Skype episode, funnily enough. And uh, ah. I was on Twitter because I, I don't know, got bored of the project. And there was a tweet about Zach Efron. And it, I, I, I have no more information than what Maddie has provided us. So that's that. <laughs> you just listened to it. Did yeah, you, I know. What, you- it's that brief. It's just me going, oh, I just read a tweet. Well, big shout out to Maddie for the deep cuts. Yeah, I was wondering that because it's like, obviously, at different points in this project, when you're talking about the same movie over and over, you sort of engage and disengage. Mm. So it makes sense to me that you were like, (laughs) just looking for something to talk about. And then now, obviously, it's in the canon of history and being brought up and, and used against you. Zach Efron's indelible fingerprint has been left upon season one and then like some sort of uh, fatalistic return to form. He's emerged the star of season three. Good on him. What Good would on you, Zach. What would you say to Zach Efron if you met him right now? Would you apologise? Would you bring that up or you just wouldn't touch it? Apologise for what? For bloody, you know, dragging his name through the mud. No, I think it was... A, 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 I didn't drag his name through the mud. There was some tweet oh, that yes, either he you said... Did. <laughs> Not. Yes, you Don't did. you stitch me up you on this one, Monty. You took the good name of Zac Efron and you put it in the mud and you stomped in the puddle. I did not, no such thing. You're a, puddle, you're a puddle jumper, mate. It's written all over your face. I'm clearly not going to be able to convince you of otherwise. Hey, that's uh, right. Okay, so that's that put to bed. You got any other <laughs> little morsels for me, Guy? Uh, I really enjoyed a tweet from Michael Hastings at MW underscore Hastings. Um, he found this garbage. He, he obviously lives in Lake City, Florida, and he found this on oh no, or Orlando. Sorry, this garbage um, Summerfest flyer or poster, like <laughs> s- sellotaped to what looks like an electrical outlet or some sort of I don't know. And it says Summerfest car and bike show. His, his <laughs> caption was looks like Zakoli, Johnny Depp, and Jarhead might be in Orlando soon. Uh, it's on Saturday. I'll, I'll give a plug. The 11th of June uh, at the Columbia Co. Fairgrounds, 438 FLCR247, Lake City, Florida. Um, and I really like the idea that after he d- he smashes that Summerfest gig, uh, his life goes back to shit. <laughs> and they like they leave the housing racket and wind up peddling like secondhand stolen cars and bikes. Fuck, that's good. That is just the kind of operation that I would expect from Johnny Depp and Jarhead, eh? And that they're cashing in on the branding of Summerfest. Yeah. Yeah. Hard out. Uh, yeah. Those were my two the that, two things I was very excited about. That's good. Um, i got a nice little... See, I'm bringing up... I feel like we're bringing up a lot of visual tweets this week, but there's a great one here from uh, Very underscore Vincent, and uh, it's a Photoshop they've put together of a, <laughs> like a guy in a squirrel onesie that you buy for a Halloween outfit. <laughs> Johnny Depp himself in a hat staring down the camera. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal 
as Jahid. As Jahid, and then Zac Efron with that gorgeous smile, um, just poolside, and he's just smashed them all together, and it's a it's a hell of an image. It's very. It's a pa- it's a powerful image. The squirrel guy, the guy in the squirrel suit. I thought at first that might be um, Johnny Drama from Entourage. Like I'm. I'm not proud of it, yeah. but like a lot of like a lot of young men, I used to fucking watch a lot of Entourage. <laughs> you make it sound like you're in a um, Christian camp for either recovering masturbators or those weird groups where you got to pray the gay away. You're like, yeah, as, as a young man, I experimented with a bit of Entourage in my weaker moments. What I learned and I moved forward. Who didn't? I was such a bad guy that I wrote a, a media studies 101 university paper about. Uh, Entourage somehow, and I got like a B. Were you happy with the B, or were you displeased with the B? I, as a university student and someone who put not a lot of effort into the garbage essays I wrote, was always happy with a B. I feel like you, um, you've taken an interesting stance on your life, guy. And that I didn't know you in your university days, but it feels like you're really coasting there, and yet, and you're kind of more comedy world you're like a lot harder on yourself and strive a lot more which is probably the right order of things yeah absolutely when i was in university i it was almost like and it was this work ethic i'd inherited from high school where it was like i was almost afraid to try my hardest for fear of not getting a good result and it was much it's much it's just much easier to not try and do okay and then be like oh yeah yeah, and if I tried, I definitely would have got the A plus or whatever. It's such flawed logic. Nah, it's not flawed. It makes perfect sense. And apart from the kind of emotional insurance that you you take out, it is actually just easier full stop. You know, like mm. it's <laughs> it's just easier to try seventy percent rather than a hundred and ten. I know. What do you know? Before I was doing during the last comedy the comedy festival in uh, New Zealand. One day before I did my show, I was watching a lot of Kendrick Lamar videos on YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, he's so good. Just like the music videos are obviously, he has some control about the outside of his control, but just his like, his lyrics and his flow was so good. And I was like, fuck man, this guy's obviously just working, like he's preternaturally talented, but the amount of effort it must take to be that good, like arguably the very best in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn it. Why does it have to be so hard to be the best? <laughs> <laughs> that That is exactly why you are correct. It wasn't good for morale. Because I was like, I'm not that good at comedy. It's, you know when you recklessly measure your comedy career against the best rapper in the world? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing to do. I always, I used to get real bummed out about, um, fuck, Kendrick Lamar's 28. He is, okay, this is all right. He's a month. And two days older than me. No, two months and two days older than me. So that's all right. He's, yeah. He's allowed to do better than me. As long as he's older than you. Yeah, okay. So I've always had a big problem with Kevin Durant, who's like former NBA MVP. He's currently eviscerating the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. He's exactly to the day the same age as me. Ah, oh, that's right. See, athletes will always make you depressed, yeah. man, because they and peak at about sort of 24, 25, and it's just like, what am I doing? I don't think Nothing. Kevin Durant finishes a game of basketball and then goes and Googles Guy Montgomery on YouTube. I don't think he walks out, like when he's walking out into the stadium before the game, I don't think he's 
listening to the worst audio of all time on those headphones. Yeah, but we don't know that as well, by the same token. <laughs> no, you're getting desperate, bro. Nah, dog. Maybe he, <laughs> maybe he does. Lin-Manuel Miranda was listening to us at least for a little while. I, I would be pretty Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Prized and impressed if he still was, but shit, man, that guy's going to win all the Tonys, you know? Yeah, it's good. That's a claim. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone did such a funny tweet about Hamilton the other day. You still for time, I've got to find it. Fuck it, tickled me pink. Well, maybe while you find that, I'll pad out a bit. I've yeah, go some for other it. shit to share. So um, we had a few people who have donated to us on the PayPal, and I'd like to read their messages as is tradition. Uh, Robert Sweeney gave us some yeah. money and said... Bo- Bobby Sweeney. Yeah, he's a good man. He said, hey boys, still wrapping up season two. Great stuff. I thought it sounded insane to donate to this until I actually watched the shitstorm that is Sex in the City 2. The mental torture that you two have put yourselves through can only be described as horrifying. The toll this must have had on you has undoubtedly turned you both into extremely dangerous people. I know damn well that your weekly jolly humour is only a facade hiding the, hiding the deep mental anguish that lurks shallowly below. Hey, Bob Sweeney, it's getting pretty dark over there, bro. Have you got some sun? I wish you all the best in not only your professional projects, but also the lifelong battle you have pressed upon yourselves to lead normal, healthy, well-adjusted lives. Keep up the good work, and best of luck. Bobby from Boston. Bobby from Boston. Thanks, bud. Yeah, thanks a lot, Bobby. It's a nice message. Here's another one. Theodore Harris. Aha. (laughs) Aha. (laughs) Missed the message on my actual donation. Probably shouldn't be paying for the worst idea of all time as it's just been a reason to procrastinate revision. But your pain has been my pleasure over the last year. Also, every other story is now on Stitcher as well. Thanks for the advice. Oh, that must be his podcast. Everyone listen to that. Shout out. Um, Theodore was obviously someone who donated, I think, last week, but he forgot to put a message in. Theodore, you 
greedy bastard. Two bites of the apple. Oh, good. He's throwing money away, mate. I'm not going to... Yeah, no. No, he's, he's greedy. He's a greedy guts. He's got the greediest guts. He always has one mouthful of everyone else's meal when they go out for dinner, and he doesn't share his own. Bloody hell. Fact. Hey, I found the Hamilton tweet. Do you want Hadn't me to read it, it to you? Absolutely, yeah. It's by a guy called Daniel Kibblesmith, who, oh, and researching further, is a writer for The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. So there's a reason he's funny. But the tweet was, Hamilton was my idea and they stole it. I said audibly on a bus in 2005, and I quote, they should make something really good and popular. <laughs> That's excellent. That's Shout good. Out. I saw have made it, uh, not even a mate, one of those people who's a Facebook friend who you wish really wasn't, and I should get around to blocking. Um what was he talking about? It was some invention. And he was like, I thought of this first. I, um, I'm getting sick of my kids thinking I'm a crazy man. I thought of this idea in 2005. And it's like, yeah, bro, but someone else fucking made it. Like, there is such a <laughs> giant chasm between you saying an idea out loud and someone bringing it to fruition. You fucking dick. Oh, yeah. man. So no, stupid. Dude, those people are what make the world go around. Having those people on your Facebook news feed is vital for morale. They are the worst people. Um, if you ever leave your Facebook open, I'm going to find out his name and message him <laughs> saying you should catch up for a beer. I'll tell you after after we're recording. I don't want to pay him out on a, on a potty. Um, I'm going to say we should catch up for a beer and a chat. I've got some ideas I'd love to talk to you about. <laughs> I've got this idea for a cell phone that produces a 3D hologram that projects out of the phone. And if anyone ever makes it, they fucking stole it from me. And Star I Wars cut. stole my idea for a phone. <laughs> Can't. Um, okay. Here's something from the worst idea of all time. Reddit. Subreddit. T-W-I-O-A-T. Uh, this is a short one. They've just put as the header, getting sentimental with James Reed. Message. I only hope we can get the feelers on for a guest spot in this segment. <laughs> Do you know, I when I went back and, and was doing the little brush-up um, edit where I just like kind of patch up the audio so it's all roughly the same volume. The, the reason it sounds so good, ladies and gentlemen. I was listening back to that Getting Sentimental with James Reid and I was so dismissive and I apologised because I tell you what, in retrospect... Is actually a, a pretty great idea for a segment. So you were savage towards me. I, I was, was, man. I'm so sorry about that. There's no excuse for it. This is veering into podcast territory. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up because it had been mentioned in a message in the friend zone. So I definitely think getting sentimental with James Reed deserves another outing. So if one we'll of take, us remembers it for next step, yeah, it'll be on there. Take it out for another spin. Absolutely. Um, oh, there's another message on here. Uh, from a few days ago from the subreddit that I just want to read to you, Guy. Mm -hmm. Season 3, Episode 3. Finally, the fun shall begin. Message. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. The first two episodes of the season were fine, and it sounds like the feeling of newness is starting to fade rather quickly. But with this episode, we are getting hints of the real classic TWIOAT despair, and I can't be more excited. (laughs) I I don't know why, but I just love following these guys into the depths of despair. Thank you, Morlock8K. Yeah. 
I worry because this is the last season and we will be doing something different afterwards. Mm. I worry that none of our fans will follow us because they only want us to be miserable. That's all right. Like, you know, I can understand that. If if this if this beautiful journey that we're on, where like people actually, there's a few people out there who give a shit about what we're doing and they, they follow along in our little podcast and then it all evaporates. Hey, what a cool so time it. we had. You know? Yeah, tr- truth, bro. Hey, Truth, God, are you Pastor Chris Noeth? Because you're preaching some truth. I know, I know. Um, hey, listen, man, you got anything else you want to whack in? Because uh, I reckon we could probably put a bow on it. I know you need to get out of your hotel. We don't. We haven't even explained your yeah. current sitch. I do have some stuff to chuck in, actually, Tim. Uh, I'm currently doing the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Roadshow. I'm touring backwater Australian towns in the state of Victoria right now, and I might be coming to one near you. So, is this going up today? Yeah, sure. Today being Friday, May 27th. I'm going to be in Ballarat tonight. Tomorrow I'll be in Colac. And on Sunday I'll be in Aries Inlet. Um, so, if you're in any of these places and you want to watch a great comedy show, uh, Becky Lucas, friend of the podcast, is also doing the show with me. Uh, roll through. Next week I'll be in all sorts of other weird places. Charlton, Ararat, Warnambul, all sorts of Australian places. So that's what I'd like to say. I'd also like to say, Tim, I really like and respect you and I think we've done a great job making this work in spite of being in different places. Um, Thank you very much, Guy. And I concur, you're a a real good man. Oh, man. There'll be people spewing onto their keyboards every time you're talking to me and you start a sentence with you're a real mm-hmm. if it doesn't end with piece of shit montgomery i feel like a fear an angel dies or something i'm not gonna fucking blast that out if i don't feel it you know what i'm saying like that is a sentiment and a phrase that i will reserve for when i feel it and it, it comes out often enough i'm not gonna force one out like i'm fucking bart simpson <laughs> saying eat my shorts okay that's so I- fair enough I'd, I'd also just like to quickly say uh, a big shout out before we leave. This is uh, season one throwback to Will Arkell and Rob Searle. Mm. They tweeted us six hours ago mm. saying, we are about to watch Grown Ups 2 for the first of 53 times. Hashtag Guinness, here we come. And they've been tweeting. I'm pretty sure they just went to an Ario Speedwagon concert. Yeah, is that those <laughs> same guys? Yeah, and now they've just tweeted us that they're back home yeah, uh, we're back home safe. Time to grind. Hashtag you've got to respect that. And it's a, sh- a photo of a laptop with Grown Ups 2 playing on that. You boy, you two boys are heroes. And actually, I've never offered this uh, in the friend zone before, but I reckon these friends should maybe join us in the friend zone in the future. Maybe we should get them on Skype and um, have, a, should, have a brief little chat to them. We should talk to some friends. I just love that it says time to grind. Hashtag you've got to respect that. That really yeah. is very funny. That's brilliant. Um, oh, also, let, I, I'd just like to chuck this on the friend zone to, to utilise um, people listening. Is it too early to bring Becky Lucas on? Because this is a great opportunity to do it while Guy and her are never, hanging out together. Never too early for Becky Lucas. I brought it up with her yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just because we're moving around a lot. It's quite, uh, I'm obviously, I'm legally beholden to doing it. Mm. She wants to do it, but it depends on, because she leaves the tour on monday i think oh so we'll try and make it work all right so hashtag fuck the fans the vote is uh cancelled democracy ain't coming this year 
Um, you're just going to figure out if you can do it or not. And if you can, all the better. And if That's not, right. so be it. Also, a huge congratulations to um, friend of the podcast, Donald Trump, on winning the Republican nomination. He hasn't won it yet. They haven't had the convention. He, he's reached the number of delegates. Has it it's happened, f- has it happened yeah. officially now? Not officially, but he's... Well, I think well, so. Well, we could say the same to friend of the podcast, Hillary Clinton, then, as well, if we're just bloody making projections based on mathematical certainty. But we know oh. that Hillary Clinton is not a friend of the podcast. She's Hillary been, Clinton been and Donald boy. Trump are both close friends of the podcast. I think we're going to get them on. I think we've got a date blocked them for three weeks from now before cool. their political campaigns start ratcheting up to 100. Yeah. Are they both going to come and watch We Are Your Friends With Us? Good fucking stuff. Because we are their friends. And we are, more importantly, your friends. Good night, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.